Hello and welcome to Film Shots. I'm here uh, with Dr. Jesse Rhines, my co-host. What's up, y'all? And my name is Joel Marshall. Let's give him a big hand, Yay. everybody. Okay, we'll put. You know, we need to give Joel an extra hand on today because Film Shots is expanding. Today we are uh, at our. We've been doing this for about six months. Yeah, a little over We're six on months. Episode yeah. twenty-six, and we want to say thank you to all the people out there who have been listening, and also to those who have been on the show. Absolutely, we've been really um, fortunate to have had a lot of great guests, mm-hmm. and um, had a lot of great listeners with a lot yeah. of good input. Thanks for the input. That has been really, really important. We hope that continues, and since we have a new edition. Wah, wah, that's a baby crying. <laughs> That's a baby crying. So, yeah, so what we're doing, um, this is an announcement, really, of uh, an expansion of film shots. We're, we're um, diverging into two different podcasts. We're going to have film shots, which is going to continue on, and Dr. Jesse's going to be hosting that. Yes, indeed. As always. And I am going to be hosting the new show called Fat Free Film. That's because film has become a little overweight, like the American population. That's right. So basically, fat-free film will will, um, be working towards showing you how to make that lean, mean machine of a film that you've been trying to make all of your life. That's right. Using as little money as you need to use. Um, that means slashing budgets where you can, using cameras that fit your needs, that don't, you're not paying for extra amounts of, of rent for stuff that you don't need. Right, and we're going to continue to have filmmakers in, in all different areas on the show, in, interviewing them about how to make your independent film and how to make it the best as you can and also how to sell it as best you right. can. Now this is um, largely Joel's um, brainstorm that um, came out of his work on, on, on film shots and he was really the person, that, the technical guru on film shots because he did just about everything. Now I have to learn all this stuff that he was doing. Man, Dreamweaver, what is Dreamweaver? I don't even know what that thing is. So also, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, we are recording into an iBook today on GarageBand. So yeah, yeah. I went to some, some uh, Mac classes on this kind of stuff. It looks really interesting. Really expensive too. Not exactly fat theory film style. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to. Well, I'll talk about this on the show, and we'll get down to what really fat-free filmmaking is. But uh, that's for, I guess, for a whole new series. So we'll get into that as we go. Now, um, Jesse, I wanted to to ask you about uh, film shots and like what you got out of it so far uh, at this six month. Well, I think Film Shots has been really a great experience for me. Um, First of all, I've I've met some really, really great people who are real technical experts. They understand the film industry very well and they're willing to share. I I think that one of the things that um, really surprised me with a lot of these folks is they are Hollywood types, but they're different kind of Hollywood types in many ways. They're sharing. They're coming out and they're telling people, young people, and they know that you guys are just starting out, how to get into this industry. And, you know, like there's uh, the Hollywood myth of everybody, you know, like doing drugs all the time and partying all the time and having nothing to do with the little people. 
they proved that wrong. And that's one of the main things that I appreciate. It's given me increased faith both in humanity and in Hollywood's potential. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, I think that people that we've talked to at least seem very, very generous to uh, pass on information. And that's one of the things that, in particular, uh, one of our guests, John Plenge, said, he said, information wants to be free. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an important theme and something that I want to continue to do in, in all of my work. And I know Jesse does this. He's nodding. That, you know, information wants to be free. You want to share it. You that's share right. it and then you get more and that's more. Right. And everybody, if everybody does that, then we have a great society if everybody keeps everything close You're to Right. I, I would like to see the broad um, particles of society, the pieces of society, develop more in tandem. You know, so I think that we have to look at a lot of those pockets of society that um, we find poverty, we find various kinds of discriminations, whether it's um, um, against people of a different um, sexual orientation, a different race, or, or whatever, that we look at those things and we try to get them all moving at the same time, at the same space. And that really means a lot of cooperation, y'all. That really means we have to actually look at those different parts of society, not ignore them. And one of the things that I've seen is a lot of the people we've had on film shots are very conscious of that. And they try to bring different people in. They don't act like um, it's a monocultural society we have here. They note the differences and they embrace those differences. And that's something that I've liked. That's great. Uh, Another thing that I want to pass on is uh, if you listen to the Henry Jaglum interview, uh, you saw that he promised me a role in his upcoming film. And he uh, came through with that promise. I did, the, did his film. It's called Irene in Time. So when that comes out, look for me in there. All it right. Congratulations. Cool. You know, this is the first I have even heard of this. You know, this guy is so independent. <laughs> Such an independent indie. Uh, and his filmmaking style was much uh, like what he said on the show. Uh, I went there knowing something about a character that he and I had talked about, um, but really knowing very little about what the film was about, mm-hmm. who I was going to be acting with, and he moved very quickly. He shot this film, I think, probably in under three weeks, wow. more like two, Wow! shot it on film. His setups were very quick. He's somebody who's been making films for a long time, so uh, he seemed to be not as precious about the setups as sometimes sometimes you spend the whole day setting mm-hmm. up shots setting really up shots do. and finally shooting mm-hmm. he was shooting pretty much the whole day that's great he's also shooting in a live restaurant mm-hmm. the mirabelle restaurant on uh, sunset which is a very busy restaurant but mm-hmm. he managed to make this thing just zing along so well that's also so a, that was a, really cool. a liqueur from france that i like very much mirabelle? yes mirabelle c'est très très bon all right but you know like i'm um, talking about jaglin's Jaglum's um, new film allows me to tell you guys that one of the things that I would like to do um, at Film Shots is have people meet me at some of these um, um, screenings. I have never seen one of of his films. Hmm. So this is the opportunity for me to invite people to come out and see this film with me and we can discuss it. Maybe we can go out and have some Mirabelle after the um, screening. So watch for that. Uh, Irene in Time, it stars Tana Frederick, who you also heard on the show, and I got to do a couple of scenes with her, which was really great. She's a wonderful actress. And uh, 
I think you should hold Jesse accountable for that invite. So Come when on, you see y'all. that movie, email him at drjesse at filmshots.net and hold him to that. Hold me to it, y'all. I think he's paying, too. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we have to edit this tape. <laughs> Uh, maybe you can set up some sort of event. <laughs> yeah, bring your du- ducats. That's uh, right. Um, so, but, but I would like to know even more about what's going to happen with um, fat-free free, free film. One of the things that Joel and I have been talking about is just the name really is so now. I mean, it talks about so many of the things that are happening now in, in this society. Everyone's trying to slim down. It's just too much food in America, quite frankly. We waste a tremendous amount of it. And, you know, if you eat food that makes you fat, it's waste whether you wear it or you throw it away, quite frankly. So, I mean, it really gets to the heart of some of the things that are happening now. So, what are some of the ideas that people can come up with for the use of this term, fat-free film? It has to do with slimming down the film budget. What other kinds of things? Well, I think a lot of it is about creating a lean, mean machine. You know, when you put together a team for a film, it seems to me you want to get the, the people that are going to put the, the uh, most amount of effort into it. Well, not even effort. I think they're, they're going to direct their energies so that the, it, it um, benefits the film as much as possible. Uh, there, that's one thing about filmmaking that I'm amazed at. When you look at somebody who works in film, they... It's, it's a tough thing to do it's an really, entire feature film. I don't yeah. know if um, any of you saw this movie that's out now that's about sleep deprivation and about how in the filmmaking business there is um, very little uh, time for people to rest, especially mm-hmm. crew people. It's real. You know, the, the actors, they get this turnaround where they, can, uh, they get a 12-hour turnaround so that they get 12 hours of sleep or uh, get time to sleep, but then the crew people, apparently, they get nothing. Constantly on the move. Constantly, Constantly on the move, yeah. and you've got to be able to manage your energy in some way. And I think, like we've talked up many times on the thing, people eat improperly, there's yeah. a lot of smoking and, mm-hmm. and you know, just uh, treating themselves badly, but just because they need that quick energy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, fat-free filmmaking. That's right. Fat-free filmmaking. That's right. So... That's one thing to consider with fat-free film, um, but also I want to be able to uh, provide information to people so that they can make a film as easily as possible mm-hmm. without a bunch of extra stuff. I know mm-hmm. people, when they make budgets for films, uh, there seems to be a lot of extra uh, money spent on things that aren't necessarily Might going to make a better film. Well, have you looked at a budget lately? Have I? I haven't in a while, actually. As far as what is required from each of the people working on the film, it seems like uh, we have gotten ourselves into some um, situations with filmmaking where there's money spent on just trivial things. And, And I've heard some other people say, you know, when they go to a film set, there are a lot of people sitting around that sit around and do nothing. Um, well, those are usually producers, right? Those are producers, <laughs> and uh, you know. But I don't know. This is something we're going to investigate. Is uh-huh. can we make this a leaner machine? Can so this we is going to be an investigative dateline. Right. It's going to be a very investigative F-F-F. kind of thing. Huh. And then also, if you're making a film, how can you kind of fill in the gaps 
for mm -hmm. things that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. Joel, are there any filmmakers out there who can be examples, um, who kind of represent where, where you want to go? You mean ideal in this? this yeah, kind of yeah. Are there any, um, for instance, um, um, the filmmaker we've just been talking about, whose film you just worked on, mm -hmm. is he a person who makes Bat 3 film? I definitely think that he is uh, one of the people that I would uh, aspire to um, in his working style. He seems to be, you know, he does a lot of it himself. You know, as, mm -hmm. as in the interview we saw, he, he was at the editing bay editing it himself. Mm -hmm. He, mm -hmm. you know, directs the film, casts it, does mm -hmm. a lot of the, the, the work himself and saves a lot of money that way, I'm sure. So this is a lot of, this is kind of like the auteur type of film where there's one person who really um, is director, writer, editor. This is like Spike Lee when he first started out. He was the auteur. He, he held every position at the head of the film just about. I think a lot of people, when they, if they're going to get anywhere in the film industry, they have to take on a lot of jobs all at once. If you mm -hmm. look at Robert Rodriguez when he made his Absolutely. film, El Mariachi. El Mariachi. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the filmmakers are just, you know, if you look at Clerks, Clerks, absolutely. They did yeah. shoestring mm -hmm. and then got it made. Mm -hmm. Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, or Swingers. Yeah, the the swingers, swingers, absolutely, all of those. Um, a lot of times these people who are now working with these larger budgets or have their own mm -hmm. studio or you know, like Robert Rodriguez has his own place to shoot right mm -hmm. next to his house. Um, how did these people get there? Well, they probably made something on a shoestring because right. they want to make something. Mm -hmm. uh, when you do that, you wear a lot of different hats. And, and I think one of the objectives for fat-free film is that we have uh, places to go where people can fill in the blanks where they might not understand a certain area. Like, let's say you don't understand a certain area, um, say, editing. Uh -huh. You want to make a film. You know how to shoot it. Uh, you know how to sell it. You know how to cast it. You don't know anything about editing, mm -hmm. and you want to fill that in. Say, oh, can I edit this myself? Okay, or, so you will or bring. How can I even choose an editor? Um, you know, maybe we can provide some information or tools for people so that they can understand this a little bit better. Oh, that's interesting. So if I'm um, okay, I don't know anything about video, but I have heard about it, and um, I know I want to make a feature film. I've got the script and I'm ready to shoot, and I go and look at Kodak, and the film is really, really expensive. You, you know how expensive film is. Then what are you going to advise? What am I going to advise? Yeah, what, or, or how will you approach that? How will you help me as a listener? Well, we can provide interviews with different people who have made films and say, well, how did you get around this cost of film? Like some people, mm -hmm use just film ends. Like if you're going to shoot uh -huh, on film, right, they go to a right. place where they this can... This is what um, New York, the Stranger Than Paradise. Yeah, so a right. lot of times, uh, because these big studio pictures, they end up with a lot of just film ends that they didn't use, that they end mm -hmm. up throwing out. But They'll tell us exactly, those. what is a, a film end well, exactly? That's something that I would have to interview somebody about, because okay. I have never done it myself. Uh -huh. I have friends that have used film mm -hmm. ends, they string them all together, yeah. and they, they use it. I think it's just basically unused film. Yeah, usually when you're actually shooting a film, you don't want to go to the end of a reel. You want to make sure that there's, that you get the scene that you want, but if you have three or four hundred feet left over sometimes, that's not long enough for your next film. So that becomes a film end, that extra that's there. 
And that's what ends up being used by people. Somebody uses that right. for an entire film. That's right. And, you know, obviously shooting on digital mm-hmm. cameras can make it a little bit cheaper sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on how you do it, especially right. if you're Absolutely. shooting a lot of scenes yeah. or really long mm-hmm. scenes. You don't something. assume that using video is necessarily cheaper than film. That's because right. sometimes it is not. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, especially if your end objective is to show it in a movie theater. Right. Because then you're mm-hmm. going to have to put it on film. At this point, mm-hmm. for most theaters, you're going to still want to put it on film, and that is very expensive. Right. Don't let anybody right. tell you any different. And generally speaking, what you want, you definitely want a theatrical release, although there are a lot of films out that go direct to video. That's are. not something that you want to um, snub your nose at. Definitely. I. Um, Jeffrey Phelps uh, just mm-hmm. emailed us recently. We interviewed him on the show. His sh- his movie is now in Blockbuster right. Video, so All make right. sure that you get out there and rent it and support the young filmmaker. Go on, support the, the first-time director, because I think you're going to really like the film, and plus you'll help out Jeffrey. So go over to Blockbuster and rent that video. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of different possibilities for fat-free film, and I'd love it if you'd email me at uh, joel at filmshots.net. I'll have that email address. Um, hopefully for a long time. Forever and ever and <laughs> ever. You guys want to email me. He's still film shot. And then uh, um, also, you know, we're looking at going to the different film festivals and things that we've been aspiring to do. Right. And Jesse's actually talking about going down to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, festival. Dominican Republic Film Festival. It's the second annual, and um, it will be in November. So um, I've um, applied for press passes there, and they seem to be very nice. It's a great place to go. And I'm going to be practicing my Spanish this summer in the hopes that I'll be able to interview people in Spanish. But I ain't expected to be able to, y'all. Tell the truth now. I mean, that's going to be tough. Um, so um, I will be looking for a, a Spanish-speaking person um, to do this with me. Anybody want to be my co-host for the Dominican Republic Film Festival? Just I don't email hear anybody, me. But I'm sure they're <laughs> saying something out there. Email me at drjesse at filmshots.net. Right. So um, now this is our announcement, and now you'll have two podcasts to listen to. And please feel free to email either one of us to ask us, you know, what the heck's going on or any kind of details that you want to know about it. Um, The website fatfreefilm.com is uh, um, will be available soon. It is going to be .com? It's .com. Okay. Fatfreefilm.com. Mm-hmm. So look there for the um, next episodes mm-hmm. of that. And, and you'll be able to find the link on the usual Film Shots page as well. That's filmshots.net. So right on. Um, anything else we want to say? I don't think so. I think that's it. You know, like, um, I guess a lot of the film bites were inherent to the show this time, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, if anybody has a film bite that they want to pass along. Yeah, we love film bites. We Give love them. And um, we love you all for listening, and we appreciate it. And check, check out both those sites. Both of us, y'all. Filmshots.net and fatfreefilm.com. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being here. See you Bye. later.